Welcome to the Motherhood Commute Podcast. I'm Sonia Eckerd, and this is my life as a mother while working full-time. I'm here to share my experiences, thoughts, and conversations with some of the best working mothers I know, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you can laugh at this chaos alongside with us. All right, let's get down to business here, let's Hillary. Let's do it. Talk Who am I talking to? Tell me, tell the world, all three of us listening, mm-hmm. tell, Hello, tell friend. us about you. <laughs> I mean, specifics or just talk about myself. Last four of your social security number, mother's maiden name. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, my name's Hillary McCullough and I am a mother. So I know that that is partially what we are doing here today. <laughs> what brings us together. I have a three-year-old and a six-month-old. So I'm exhausted. But mm-hmm. I mean, who's listening that's not exhausted right now? It's fine. I don't know. What else should I tell you? I've been married for 10 years. High five. Um, yeah, I know. High five during quarantine. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. So let's just also state that we are doing this over the phone. Because we are doing this over the phone. Everybody's mm-hmm. quarantined. And mm-hmm. we don't really know where this is going to lead, but I'm pretty sure it's going to have a lot to do with the fact that there's a lot of together time. <laughs> So I was thinking when I first thought of things we could talk about, I thought Mm -hmm. for your story, you are someone who would be really good at sharing your experience of leaving work to stay at home with the kids. Oof. Yes. Because generally I, well, by generally, I mean two times. I talk to people who work just because that's my experience, right? Like working and mothering. But oh yeah, what's harder, and I say it all the time, is only mothering with no help. I heard you say that on your last podcast. And I was like, I just think both of them are so hard for totally different reasons. Well, actually, the same reason where there's just this constant like pull Because yes, so I did leave work after I had my first daughter. So that was about three years ago. I went from working like question mark number of hours a week to like having the baby, realizing, I mean, staying home and everything slowed down and didn't because the newborn phase is not slow. It's just like the weirdest twilight zone ever of all time. So, but I do remember the day. So my plan was to go back. I had someone that filled in for me during maternity leave. Everything was actually going really smooth. And the plan was that I would go back and she would work for me. And I fully, fully planned on going back because I think it was just a huge part of my identity was my job. And the thought of not having that as part of my identity was like absurd. It was just like, there's no way. But then I had that little squish. And mm-hmm. I was like, people kept telling me that was going to happen. And I just, you're like, <laughs> I know. I, I was I'm like, doing. you don't understand. I'm very good at my job. I love working. There's no freaking way. And then actually it was so funny because I was a hundred percent still going back. I mean, probably six weeks into it. So I had like one week left on my maternity leave and I got a call from work. And I was like, that's weird that they're calling me like before my maternity leave is up. And they're like, we want you to come in and talk about how you're going to phase back into this, what this is going to look like. And I was like, well, I can do that once my maternity leave is up and then we'll figure it out. Like I'm still not working. And they were like, oh no, we need you to come in before that. And I was like, oh, nope, nope. I'm not going back. Like I can't do Mm. it. There, It was just that moment on the phone that I was like, this is not going to work. I'm not going to be able to do both of these things the way that I want to do them. And so 
I'm going to have to bow out. And I remember hearing people say, you can always be replaced. Like at work, you can always be replaced. You right. can, you're replaceable. And it is a really bitter pill to swallow. And because we I like remember, to think that we can't. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah, we're amazing or invaluable. It's just in part of it's true. And it's like, well, no one can do it the way I can do it. Well, that's true. But that right. doesn't mean that someone can't do it better their than you. There way. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Exactly. Way. I tried to just go lateral. Hill, right, okay? right, 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 right. I'm just talking in hypotheticals. It's I used to hand motion like a me. pushing to the left. Just so that's you know. not what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but honestly, I mean, I was like, no one else can be her mom. I've talked to so many of my friends who it's not that clear for them like it was for you. Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. think that's actually just phenomenal that it was that clear for you. I think also too, you tried to have a baby for a while, right? So it wasn't mm -hmm. something that like, oh, whoops. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, whoops, everything changed and then everything changed and then everything yeah. changed. We had tried for about five years. So I think by the time I got pregnant, it had been almost five years. So we, it's funny because everyone at work had like been through that journey with us and they were all aware. And then I got pregnant and my boss later told me, he was like, the second you told me you were pregnant, I knew you were going to leave. Aww. And I was like, well, I didn't. So <laughs> thanks for the heads I mean, up. I could have yeah. used it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. When I found out I was pregnant, I was spinning out because I was just like, oh my gosh, this is what we've waited for. Now, should I keep working? I don't know if I can maintain this. And it was just kind of this crazy thing. And actually the day I found out I was pregnant, I got lunch with somebody who understands youth ministry. So it just totally, she had been kind of like mentoring me in a sense. And so she knew even just what was going on with me personally. She knew our church really well. She knew my situation really specifically. And I was just like, what do I do? I mean, should I keep going or should I stay home? Like what do I do? She said, well, you could not work. And if you decide that you do want to work, you could go back. And if you do go back, and you decide you don't want to work. I love her. You just don't need to work. And I was like, Amazing. Yeah. Right. Did you write it down? <laughs> Did you write it down? Okay. It seriously, though, I was like, you're right. Like, just try it. And yeah. so we did have to make sure we were financially in a place where we could do that. And we had been really fortunate to have paid off like almost all of our debt at that point. So that was something I had to consider. Honestly, if we had, if we still had the debt that we had, even just like a couple of years before that, then I wouldn't have been able to stay home. So, I mean, making sure you're like in a financial spot and then just be, know yourself really well and know what you need and what you won't get from your job anymore. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, because so, that's, that's the whole thing, right? It's the identity, the social interaction, mm -hmm. the... Yeah. Well, and everybody has specific needs. And I think that if we're seeking it out, I mean, you're going to find yourself in a situation where the, some of those needs are being met really constructively through your job. Yeah. And so know what kinds of things are going to go away and figure out if there's a way that you can infuse that into your life staying at home with your kids. So that's so good. Yeah. Okay. I had to so, pick up gigs. I had to like find other like teaching stuff and speaking gigs because I was like, I need to do that. I have to be able to. Yeah. I you know to, that I about attention. yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to be on the stage. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it sounds really gross, but it's like it really true. Fantastic, so. actually. Do you ever watch stand up and think like I could do that? Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I can't believe you just said that. I was just thinking about that. Last wait, wait, hold night. on. I was actually going to say something a little bit more less superficial, but that was more top of mind for me. So go on. 
You're going to say something less superficial? Yeah. It was going to be, it was off of how your mentor was saying like, okay, you can go back or you can't, right? So, okay, I will say it now. Someone once told me when I was working, I was going to go on vacation. I was like, I can't, I got to do all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I was like 24 years old. And she's like, Sonia, (laughs) the work will still be here. I promise. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I go, but that's what I'm worried Mm -hmm. about. I don't want there to be too much. But then it just put everything in perspective. Like, exactly. It just is what it is. You do it or you don't and you deal and you don't like mm-hmm, that's it. Mm-hmm. And that kind of works and, for everything. Yeah. Well, and neither option is ideal. Like I think you have to kind of like, or I should say perfect. Like right, n- right. neither one is going to be the fulfillment of all fulfillments. You know, it's just, just there do. are definitely, yeah, there's downsides and upsides to both. All right, Hillary. So three-year-olds are the best. They agree with everything you say, right? Mm-hmm. Babies are also super easy to raise and Mm -hmm. deciding not to go back to work. Very simple decision. No sacrifice at all on your part, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) We made the same face. What do you think three years into motherhood, Hillary, what would Mm -hmm. you tell Hillary just farted a baby out (laughs) her firstborn? What would you tell Uh, her now? Like, hey girl, uh, cool. Your vagina doesn't look the same, but that's okay. <laughs> Nothing does. <laughs> oh man, that is such a good freaking question. I think you should ask everyone that you interview on this Ooh. podcast moving forward that same freaking question. That is such a good question. Now I'm reflective like, oh, I don't even know my answer to that. I know. Okay. So, oh man, how many freaking things would I tell myself? Okay. Let's, I know. Cause there's so many things. What about as far as like the work? I mean, it's easy, right? Like the work decision, super simple. At, if you tell three years ago, Hillary versus motherhood, Hillary. <laughs> I might've told myself like, you might regret this decision sometimes and that's okay. Oh, so good. That's a good one. Yeah. New yeah. mom Hillary is like, I don't like you, motherhood Hillary. <laughs> Tell me something better. <laughs> and yeah, it's so funny because I always thought like, I'm going to find out a way to like reframe being a mom as my job. And so I'll just like put everything into being a mom that I would have put into my job. And then I can like, like it's kind a of project, like, like a task. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I'll make a schedule and I'll whatever. And like, that is just not how. my day looks (laughs) it's just not at all we just survive but would you tell yourself that because don't you think that would have scared you into the total opposite direction of like let me just stay where I am then and I'll figure it out I don't know I think or I would have just been like because I was so and still struggle with being obsessed with being a perfect mom and you are don't worry or like the best mom ever to my kids (laughs) I know I'm a good mom and I think that that's something I just have to like sit with and also say like there's also going to be some ways that I'm going to screw them up unintentionally even if I am trying my best and just kind of like I mean if that's on your radar you're a good mom well thank you I I know it's so funny I do know that I'm a good mom and but it's like I still want to be better (laughs) So learning how to just... I'm okay with the medium that I am right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like that, the world's okayest mom. Yeah, super medium. Right now, I'm pretty medium, but just because in quarantine... Full free pass for quarantine days. Full free pass. It's like, mom, can I do this? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Can I have this chocolate? Yes, you can have that chocolate. Just finish you your just... breakfast after. Yeah, I know. It's like, did you already have some chocolate? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Cool. Personal <laughs> best. Let's <laughs> see how long it takes till you puke. <laughs> go. Ryan Mark is that go. See, and that's just the thing. Every, like work is fun because you get to laugh about it, right? Like if you're lucky enough to enjoy working and doing that yeah. and having a career, but look at us. We're laughing about having kids. I still work. I laugh about both. It's the same freaking thing. Yeah. I know. Isn't it interesting that we think that we have to do, I mean, our, we just think our lives have to look one way or another. Right. Instead of just like what they actually look like. Yeah. I think when you start to try to materialize what you have imagined, that's when mm-hmm. things really fall apart. If yeah. If you're not well, flexible, you'll just yeah. drive yourself mad with anxiety and control. Again, I have none of those issues, but this is what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember taking, did you ever take the strengths finder? No, I don't know. What, what are my strengths? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's some book. Three pounds, and then, five pound you know, girls. Yeah. It's like 1.1 <laughs> chin up. <laughs> No, it's like, it's one of those work inventory things where it's like the personal inventory is where it's like you take a test and then it gives you your five top strengths. Oh, no, I haven't done that. You've one, never had to take that at work before? I've done like the EQ one. I was working oh, on the yeah. operations side and I took one and my boss was like, whoa, you should not be doing this. And I'm like, oh, thank God. It's so boring. <laughs> so all that to say, I took the strengths finder. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and my number one strength was, oh my gosh, now I can't even remember what actual word it was. I think it was like adjusting. Oh, flexibility. That's a good one. Something like that. And I was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like this is a joke because I am really, I have a really hard time with like big changes in life. And so I was like, this is a joke. And then I realized that it actually means that in certain situations, like as situations arise, I can just adjust. I can just like pivot and then like, oh, that's not working. Okay, well, we'll just do this. Okay, that's not working. Okay, do this. And I realized that in even in my job, like I was really good at that. It's like, oh, this came up. Fine, whatever. Just uh, do this instead and then we'll be fine. So parenting, that's serving me really well. Yeah. Well, I was grateful for that because I didn't believe it. And then I was like, oh, I guess I actually am pretty good at that. And it serves me well in parenthood, but it does make it so that I don't feel like I'm accomplishing any goals because if I were to have like a a goal, yeah, it's like that's out the window because now she doesn't want to wear pants. And so now we can't do that thing. And then also all the chocolate. and really good strength to have because I thought I was easy like that. No, 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 no. Motherhood is the mother or choosing to just be a full-time mom Mm -hmm. is the ultimate project. And you are the ultimate project manager. And there is a moving scale on how well you did. But just the simple fact that you're so aware of what is or is not affecting your kids. I give you an A+. The same mom that gave me the advice of go back to work if you want. And if you change your mind, don't work. And if you, whatever, you don't go back and you decide you want to work, go back to work. She also told me, I was like considering doing mops and I was pregnant and I was just like, I don't know if I want to do it because moms are so weird. 
<laughs> because this conversation and I was like, totally. That's why I didn't want to. <laughs> yes. And I was like, I don't know. Moms are weird. And I was just expecting her to be like, yeah, right. And she was like, mm-hmm. and you're going to be weird too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? And then I remember like getting like months into it when all I want to talk about is whether my kid is saying certain sounds or like we're talking about, oh yeah, she's like sleeping ish through the night. I don't know. It's just there's like those conversations that you're super all about at certain points. And I was like, this is it, man. This is my weirdness. I'm weird. I'm sitting here at the park talking to some random stranger about breastfeeding. Like yes. it's just here I am. But so she had said that to me. I don't know. It just like gave me a lot of freedom. And, yeah, and every she's way down the road. Every life stage, yeah. making big decisions, making yeah. a decision on how you want to parent, right. if you want to work, if you don't want to work, whether you get that from work. For me, what works for me is no guilt. No guilt in anything you say. If that's a real emotion, take the guilt piece out of it and then make your decision that way. And then find your people. Like, Are you saying like as, as you're speaking to someone else? For myself. Like no guilt. Oh, okay. That's how I operate. And I feel mm -hmm. like it doesn't work for everybody just because it's, some people just operate off of guilt. They make those decisions. But I feel like that yeah. also creates a lot of anxiety. But when you're making a decision, I think people are prone to saying, how does it affect all these other things? When it's like, no, 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 no. How do you feel? Then right. deal with the rest. As long yeah. as you're not, your intentions are good, then the rest can be dealt with. Yeah. Well, I think the less that we're afraid of how we feel about something and just be able to go, oh, I'm really freaked out about this. Yeah. I'm really scared. Then it's just like, well, I'm really scared about it. And I don't know, there's something it loses a little bit of power instead of going like, oh, I know I shouldn't be scared. So I'm just focusing on the positive and I'm really just trying to get through this and, and not think about what's going. It's like, no, just be scared for a minute. And this is a scary thing that you're trying to do. And that's okay. Like, why would you make excuses for that? It's totally scary. Well, a human for is so many shoot reasons. out of your body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, right. I mean, there's, yeah, there's so many reasons that people don't want to be scared about it. It's like, well, if I let myself be scared, I'm afraid I'm going to lose control or there's so many different things. So I get it. But it is just like, it's okay. It's okay. Just be scared or just, but then like move through it. Yeah. So let it come and then let it go. So, so let's see. I didn't choose. I feel like I have this like weird quasi both working and stay at home life because mm -hmm. I've always worked from home. Well, I've worked from home since I had kids. Uh -huh. So you still have that experience. It's a double-edged sword, but I never had to make the decision. But I feel like I always say at this stage in my life that options are actually the worst because it's mm -hmm. easier to make a decision as an adult when you're forced to, because then you can't say like, well, I made the wrong decision. I just had to. Yeah. Um, but this is one of those things where you feel like, oh, if I make the wrong decision, everything will fall apart. And it it's just not affects true. a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But like your wise mentor mom once said, just do it or don't. And that's the name yep. of the game. Bless her and heart. if you decide to do it and you wish you didn't, don't do it anymore. Do it. Yes. <laughs> so it's that easy. Everyone good? We're good. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, it is uh, not easy. Thank you, Hillary. You're oh man, I've loved it. I love this. You're my favorite human so important. ever. And not just because we are soul sisters. We really are. Okay, promise we'll do this again. Yeah. All right. Of course. Thank you so much. Okay, bye.
Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Motherhood Commute podcast, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review for me. I am so grateful for your minutes and hope you're back to listen again soon.